This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Bill Ryder with you. Let's get to our guest, the outstanding Joe Theismann, uh, Super Bowl champion, NFL MVP, all-pro quarterback, friend of the show. Joe, good morning, my friend. Thanks for making time for us. You're welcome, Bill. Always good to catch up with you post-Super Bowl. We're just, I was just talking about this, and I'm a Bears fan, so I'm particularly interested in what the Bears will do and should do with the number one pick in the draft, where obviously Caleb Williams is by most people considered the guy, and Justin Fields is the Bears quarterback. If you were making the decision, or Chicago asked for your advice, Joe, would you choose Justin Fields and whatever you can get for that for that number one overall pick, or would you draft Caleb Williams and move on from, from Justin? I would probably keep Justin Fields. I mean, you've invested a lot of time in him, and you're hoping that he's going to be a little bit better, you know, as with with, you know, another year under his belt. We've seen a little bit of improvement. I think he needs to be able to throw the ball better. I mean, certainly he's a tremendous athlete. And I would consider drafting a quarterback as well. So what you've done is economically, it's not going to cost you a lot of money for Justin Fields. You know, you're not on the hook for 200 plus million. So you, you have economics in your favor. Uh, you bring a young quarterback in to compete if you believe that it's, it's Caleb or Jalen or, you know, Drake, whatever one of the three you'd like the most. Um, and, and then you have a competition or, or you trade back and you get one of those three guys. Cause somebody's going to want, you know, obviously between Washington and new England, they're two and three, you figure out what they want to do with that position and, uh, and, you know, use that collateral, I guess you could say the draft collateral to garner some more picks to help your football team. So I, there's two ways to go, but I would, you know, I wouldn't throw in the towel on Justin Fields yet. I really wouldn't. I like him too, Joe, Joe Theismann here on, on the show. Joe, every year, normally, especially lately, as we get close to the draft, there's a a universal perspective that just coalesces around a guy, 
And when that guy becomes the pick, and Bryce Young obviously was was the guy last time around, most people say this is going to work, he's going to succeed, what a great pick. And, and I don't want anyone to fail, but but the history of the reality is that a lot of guys taken as the first quarterback don't make it. There is no guarantees. There are there are no locks, even if it feels like that in, in, in the moment. How do you evaluate Caleb Williams? And I know it's not in a vacuum because where you go will dictate, I, I think, to a large degree how you succeed. But if you're just evaluating him on tape and what he can be, where do you put him on the spectrum between can't miss to whatever, you know, whatever's below that? I, you know, I don't think I don't think anybody's. You know, who would have thought C.J. Stroud was going to be a can't miss? You know, and who would have thought Bryce Young would have struggled like he has in Carolina? I mean, they, you know, it's it's such a it's such a difficult position to to predict. One of the reasons why is because normally, if you're being drafted in that position, the team that gets you uh, is probably need a lot more than just you. Now, in this draft, I, I think the Commanders have a, a good nucleus of players, offensive line being an issue, and Edge rushers probably being the other one, uh, but you've got a good wide receiving core, solid running back, and and you know you need help in a few different places. Uh, Chicago is in a position where they get one and nine. You're drafting one and nine, I believe, right now, so you could pick up a little bit more just by moving back and get him. Uh, Caleb, you know, I think he has a lot of raw talent. I think he he does. I, I think uh, well, Cliff Kingsbury obviously is the offensive coordinator in Washington now. He was at USC a year ago. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if the one and twos wind up figuring out a way to swap so that, you know, he becomes the choice of either of the football teams. But I, I think like anything else, it's a question of processing, learning the system, uh, what's around you. And we saw it with Sam Howell in Washington. Sam got off to a terrific start. The offensive line was fairly healthy. Then all of a sudden you had problems in the offensive line. He winds up being either the most or second most quarterback sacked in football. So I, I think I think from a talent standpoint, you know, you'd say he's got a really great chance to be special. Then the question is, is what kind of a system are you going to play in? What's the people around you look like? Joe, outside of Caleb Williams, because obviously there are some other really interesting quarterbacks in the draft. And as you noted, C.J. Stroud, nobody saw that coming. But he was not the first quarterback taken. I mean, the obvious example, Patrick Mahomes was drafted after uh, Mitchell Trubisky by, by my Chicago Bears, which burns a, 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 a little hole in my soul every time I, I bring it up. They're just there are there are sometimes you. oh it's Joe it's so painful man it's but it is what it is what it is. There's some alternate universe maybe where I'm really a happy Bears fan and we've got like four rings. Uh, who do you like? Not Caleb Williams. Any other quarterbacks in this draft that, that jump out to you that you think have the potential like these other guys to be really impactful dudes who maybe aren't the first quarterback off the board. You know, I think I think Bo Nix is is an interesting one. Uh, he's played a lot of football. He's had a chance to play a lot of football. Um, you know, again, where do you wind up? It's it, it's all these kids can throw the football. All these kids can move around. It's how do you handle this game mentally? You know, because you look at the verbiage that some of these coaches put out there. I mean, it's like learning an entirely new language in a very short period of time. And the fact of the matter is, Bill, you don't have a lot of time to learn. You're very restricted in the amount of time that you can spend with your players. You know, the OTAs aren't long. The mini camps aren't long. Training camp is, what, 17 days, I think, or less, of which most of it you can't hit. Uh, you're not going to play in any preseason games. So how much, you know, under-fire contact do you really get um, when you're learning how to play the position of quarterback? So that's why I think the talent is important. But then there's the mental aspect of it, and how do you comprehend what you're, you know, fixing to learn. Um, I think Bo's an interesting one to me because uh, 
has a lot of, you know, a lot of experience. Um, and like I say, he throws the ball pretty well. I'm, I'm curious about him. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a really interesting draft. Joe Theismann here on the show. I'm Bill Ryder, CBS Sports Radio. Uh, Joe, Kirk Cousins is getting older, although obviously quarterbacks have played in some cases into their 40s with a, with a lot of success. He, he's coming off uh, an injury that, that certainly is, is problematic sometimes for guys, but there's not a lot out there. And if we're talking about teams that want to sign a veteran and not draft a quarterback and develop a quarterback and hope that works, he is one of the names. How aggressive do you think teams should be or not if Kirk Cousins is available and somebody that, that they decide they might want to take a look at in trying to get him on, on the team? I think if you believe you're fairly close, you go get him because he's, he's, going, to give you, he's going to give you stability. He's going to give you leadership. Uh, Kirk has not quite been able to get to the level that everybody else, everybody's hoped he would get to, and I'm sure he has as well. But we heard the same thing about Matt Ryan in Atlanta until they got to the Super Bowl, and then you didn't hear any conversation anymore about, well, Matt can't do this, Matt can't do that. I thought Kirk was on his way to a heck of a year last year in Minnesota. I think Kevin's a, a great coach to be able to coach him. He's familiar with, he was familiar with the offense. Uh, I think he would be the guy that people would be very interested in. He's had a lot of time to heal from the Achilles. Um, I know his work ethic. I know how, how much he wants to play, and we've seen guys come back and, and do very, very well. Um, I think he would be a, a, a hot item for people if the Minnesota Vikings didn't want to go forward. But then again, you have the economic side of it. What kind of a deal? Is it a three-year deal? Is it a five-year deal? Um, you know, he's at 45, I guess about 45 million guaranteed this year. You know, is he going to take a cut and pay? Probably not. So you're going to have to pay a lot of money and it's going to have to eat into your cap moving forward, depending upon what you want in your football team. So again, I, I almost hate to keep circling back to the economics, but you have to consider it in this day and age what everybody's paying for quarterbacks, except for rookies. No, you're right. And it's, it's such a good point you made earlier. I mean, Justin Fields under control for a couple of years. That that is an economic reality that that obviously impacts the cap and the team you can put together. Joe, another team, and the Steelers are a perfect example of a team that thinks they're close. And clearly, we've heard the owner talk. There are expectations that they that they start winning some playoff games. And I think their head coach Mike Tomlin is outstanding. Russell Wilson has been linked with the Steelers, and we'll see if Russell Wilson gets cut by the Broncos or what happens. You talk about the economics. It's not a great deal uh, in terms of what they owe him, uh, but they can move on from him. It'll cost him something in the short term, a lot in the short term. Do you think Russell Wilson is a reasonable bet for a team like the Steelers if he's available, if they want to win? Yeah, I think think there's almost a guarantee he's not going to be a Denver Bronco, Bill. I mean, the the way the season ended in Denver, with the relationship out there uh, with the team, with Sean and, and Russell, I, I just, I would, you don't, that's irreparable uh, as far as I'm concerned. You don't, you don't fix that situation. I mean, a message has been sent not only to him, but to the team and, and the fans that, that you know, we're going to move on some way, shape or form. So I would think he would be available. Um, Steelers are certainly a fit, you know, you know, Mason Rudolph played pretty, pretty well down the stretch. Um, you got a lot of there's, there's a ton of Bill. You and I, we could go through these teams. We could do two hour show just talking about the teams that are you know looking for people uh, to be able to play the position and hoping they can stay healthy and give them some consistency. Pittsburgh's certainly one of them. And you know you just can't say enough about Mike Tomlin and the job he's done. Seventeen straight years, not have a losing season in the NFL. It's amazing. It's so it's, underappreciated. It's I monumental. Think. It's incredible. It really is. It's monumental. Um, and, and you know and be right there. In every, 
most and, and every season they're right there at the at the end at the hunt. But I think Russell's one. Uh, Kirk is another one uh, that you have to look at that possibly could move. Uh, of course, we're going to have conversations about you know Aaron Rodgers back in New York. What's that going to look like? Got the young kids coming in. I, I think once again the conversation is going to be dominated by quarterbacks as we move forward towards uh, the beginning of next year. Joe, let me let me close with a question about a dominating quarterback. I'm not breaking any news to you or anybody else that Patrick Mahomes is pretty good at football and the Chiefs are have a <laughs> stranglehold over everything. If, Fair enough. Now, I, I lived in Kansas City. I covered that Chiefs team. My kids were born there. So while I'm not a Chiefs fan, I, I know Clark Hunt a little bit, like a reporter can when you spend some time with somebody. I like the organization from you know up close, and I like Mahomes from a distance. But there are many people who are over it, including our producer, I think. No, he likes these guys. Uh, there are a lot of people who are tired of the Chiefs dominating. Outside of Joe Burrow, because obviously not healthy this past year, and the Bengals, what is the best hope in the AFC if you are one of these people who are tired of seeing Patrick Mahomes in the AFC Championship game in the Super Bowl? The Baltimore Ravens. You know, Lamar was the uh, MVP this year. Um, in, that, in that playoff game, there were a couple things that the Ravens did. Um, offensively, you get a taunting penalty, which sets you back. Defensively, you get a couple of roughing penalties, which helps them out. It seemed like in every playoff game, except the one in, uh, against Miami where the temperature was like, minus 150 degrees in every one of those games, the defense or the other teams seemed to help out Kansas city. And to their credit, they capitalized on it. We saw it in the super bowl. You miss an extra point. You have a, a ball in the kicking game, hit somebody in the foot. You wind up giving up points there and, and look at the differential in the game. Uh, my feeling is always this. And, you know, in, in the eighties, the Washington Redskins were a very dominant football team. One went to four world championships and won three of them. Um, and, you know, when you win a lot, people don't like you. Just, we heard the same thing about the New England Patriots. My feeling is if you don't want me to keep winning, then just beat me. If you want to stop Patrick Mahomes, then figure out a way to stop him. But I would think that the, the, the team, you know, you just don't know about Joe and that football team. You're just there's, – there's uncertainty there. I, I hope he comes back healthy and, and can stay healthy for an entire season. Um, but right now, if you look at the Ravens, with, if they want to add maybe a running back, they want to add a little – a few things, they're not that far away. And like I say, just a mistake here, a mistake there, kept them out of the Super Bowl. So now you're in a now you're in a situation where who's the team? I think it's the Baltimore Ravens. All right, the, the, you Chiefs haters out there, there's some hope for you. Uh, Joe Theismann, as always, an absolute pleasure. Thanks for thanks for being on the radio show today. Hey, Bill, thanks for having me. Great catching up with you. You too, pal. Uh, Joe Theismann, what a great dude. What a great great radio guest. So the Ravens make sense. It tracks. He's not wrong. <laughs> Good luck, Chiefs haters. I mean, if you're counting on Lamar Jackson, the thing is, and we, we talked about this a lot, that was the window to beat Kansas City. Maybe maybe Joe Burrow. I don't believe in Aaron Rodgers. Maybe Aaron Rodgers. I guess we'll see. Uh, we have an outstanding buy or sell. Uh, Tom, I usually call Tom. But he called me today. My phone rang. I'm like, why is he calling me so early? And Tom goes, it's the best buy or sell I've ever done. And we're going to put that to the test next here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Writer Than You. Yeah, I'm sure I'll run into you in the playoffs somewhere, buddy. And stop, right. stop complaining about the weather in L.A. Nobody feels bad for you. <laughs> it's cold here, man. It's like 57. I will. I'll yeah. stop. On CBS Sports Radio. I want you to know, because I know you've been worried about it, okay? Wellness check part two for me, for one Bill Ryder, Tom. The weather is better. It's up in the 60s again. The sun is out. The rain has stopped. We made it here in L.A. You got weather in the 60s. You got the house to yourself. Yeah, you're right. I feel really bad for you. I do miss my kiddos, though. But it's just, it's it's so quiet here. Yesterday, I mean, I'm off the other job. In the middle of the day, I just hit a buddy up who also was by himself. And I said, do you have a – it's FC24. It used to be FIFA. Do you have the online thing? We just sat and played video <laughs> games for an hour. It's amazing. Yeah, I feel real bad for you. When I was in college, I, um, I had just started d- dating this girl, and uh, she invited me to her sister's wedding. I'm like, I don't want to go to her sister. I just met her. I don't want to go to her. So I told her I had to study for finals. And then my brother and I played an entire – Madden 2000 season, and I tape recorded the Super Bowl. We both made it, and I beat my brother pretty handily. And when she got back, forgetting because I was in college and I was stupid, I said, "Oh my God, I beat my brother in the Super Bowl! We played the whole season." And she goes, "Wait, I thought you couldn't go to my sister's wedding because I go, oh, yeah, uh, that woman's not my wife." You know, I don't think I've ever told you this before, but you're a good dude. You're a great guy. <laughs> I was 22, whatever. Uh, did not make Jenny's wedding, though. Jenny and Kevin. Great great people. <laughs> did not make the wedding. I did, however, win the Super Bowl against my brother. Real stand-up guy. <laughs> On VHS, I believe, I tape recorded it. I used to watch it. I used to re-watch it. <laughs> this yeah. portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Stuck in a timeshare and want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at WesleyFinancialGroup.com. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. All right, a buy or sell that, um, that you actually called me this morning and told me this is the greatest buy or sell ever. Sell. Oh, Did I hear it wrong? You must have. Now, I always internalize that I think each day, you know, tops the previous day. 
and that every day is the best buy or sell ever. But I did not vocalize that to you this morning. Got it. Well, you know, let's see how you did. I'm a big phone call guy. You know that. I'm constantly calling people. You are a communicator. <laughs> a lot like your waiter from last night. That guy was so you. He was cool. I liked him. All right, Bill, let's start things off in the NFL, as always. On social media yesterday, Tyreek Hill posted this in response to some Jalen Waddle trade rumors. Tyreek Hill posted, quote, My boy Waddle is the future. He's better than I was at this point in his career, and for people in this fan base to want to trade him is ludicrous. End quote. I love, I love that. By the way, I know that's not the question. Can I just buy what a great teammate Tyreek Hill is and mentor? Buy. That's awesome. Bill, buy or sell you think Jalen Waddle has the potential to be the best wide receiver in the NFL at some point during his I'm career? I'm actually going to I'm gonna buy. I love Jalen Waddle. Buy. To the point that I drafted him super early in my Forever Keeper Fantasy League. I love Waddle. I don't know that he'll get there, but I do. I also think he's in an offense with a guy in McDaniel, Mike McDaniel, who may put him in the situation where he can put up the kind of numbers where that conversation becomes viable. I mean, that's pretty big praise for Tyreek Hill to say he's yeah. already better than I was when I was also, his age. I don't think it's true either, but I like that he's saying it. All right, Bill, this is kind of NFL. It's kind of college football. On the Club Shay Shay podcast with Shannon Sharp, which, by the way, might be my favorite podcast name, Johnny Manziel, Johnny Football, said that his dad tried to get a deal done to have him stay at Texas A&M instead of going to the NFL draft. My dad went and had a meeting with Kevin Sutman and pretty much went to him man to man and was like, we'll take three million bucks and we'll stay for the next two years. And my dad says this is true as true as today as he did when he told me. He laughed. Kevin Sutman not interested in that deal that Mr. Manziel tried to negotiate. Bill, I ask you, buy or sell Johnny Manziel should be sharing this publicly if it's true, I'm gonna say buy. Yeah, give me a buy on that. Buy. I like I like pulling back the curtain and the and the brutal honesty. Although, would you agree? This is my view. Buy or sell. Johnny doesn't sound great. Buy. I felt I feel bad for the guy. Buy or sell. You want a little LeBron James one on one story that has to do with Johnny Manziel and me? Buy. I, I I spent three years trying to get a sit down interview with LeBron James. A long time ago, 10 years ago. It began as an interview for print, for writing. I got hired into TV. FS1 was going to launch. And just by timing, I got it as part of the launch of Fox Sports 1 when it launched. We had to sit down with LeBron. I went to Akron, Ohio, spent a lot of time with him. The only question that Fox made me ask, the only thing they required, was I asked about Johnny Menzel. Because you remember LeBron... Why was it? Did they have the same agent? or No, no. LeBron's buddy had started some PR firm or something, and Johnny Menzel was a client, and LeBron was friends with him. And I asked LeBron, and it was the one thing afterwards that LeBron's people were pissed off about. How dare you get 30 minutes of LeBron James, and you're going to waste his time asking about Johnny Menzel? That's my story. Did you have to say that your uh, your employer required it? <laughs> totally sold him out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I get it, man. That's what they, they... And, you know, we did a... It's a long interview with LeBron, and it gets cut down to a six or seven minute feature. That made the that made the cut of all. Uh, it there was better stuff in there. All right, Bill. Speaking of LeBron, let's get to some NBA here. Hoopier than thou. Ooh, hoopier than thou. In an interview with the Athletic, Giannis said the Bucks will only go as far 
as Damian Lillard can take them. Giannis told The Athletic, quote, I'm his biggest fan. Good or bad, I ride with Dame until the bleeping end. Like I've been saying over and over again, this is his team down the stretch. He's going to get the ball. There's nothing else that we will do. I don't know how else to put it. I don't know what else to say, but at the end of the day, he has to believe it too. End quote. Bill, for what it's worth, Giannis actually leads the entire league in fourth quarter scoring this year. Buy or sell the Bucks need to be Dame's team. Sell. I'm going to ask myself some questions. Sell. Buy or sell Giannis is telling the truth. Sell. Sell. Buy or sell Doc Rivers' presence has turned everything toxic and silly. Buy. Buy. Buy or sell this is going to help Damian Lillard. Sell. Sell. They already won a championship. We'll only go as far as Lillard. No, man. You've literally shown you'll only go as far as Giannis. You have to surround with the right people. I think Lillard is incredibly important. I do think I could go on forever. By the way, you know that Doc Rivers go through every team he's coached? They shoot a minuscule number of three-pointers. Like, he doesn't believe in the three-point shot. So, like, they're not even going to generate the right kind of offense to these guys. Anyway, I don't, don't, don't. I'm not going to get triggered. Did you know that Doc, um, <laughs> did you know that Doc Rivers uh, was aware? Did, have you seen this about Anakin? Go for it. Go yeah. for it. Actually, let me give you this one. Doc Rivers reveals he predicted the Big Bang. All these atoms vibrate in a highly compressed, premortal state. I just knew something was going to happen. As soon as I saw the immediate increase in density and temperature, I knew things would rapidly expand. <laughs> Dude, I can't get enough of these. So you get triggered by Doc, but then you just got to read one of those tweets and then all is well again. I'm going to ask myself a question. Buy or sell, if the Celtics are out of the equation, I think the Bucks are the most likely team to come out of the East. Sell. Sell. No. Who's that team? It might be the Knicks. Is that crazy or what? Wow. I know. Even over the Cavs. I know the Knicks beat the Cavs in the playoffs last yeah, year. Yeah, they're more balanced. They have better offense. Yes, is the short version. Also, don't count Philly out if, if Embiid can make it back, which there, there, there's some, some, some optimism. All right, Bill, let's keep things in the NBA here. LeBron James will not play tonight because of his ankle as the Lakers take on the Golden State Warriors. Tonight will be the eighth game that LeBron has missed this season. So I ask you, buy or sell, if the Lakers stay healthy down the stretch, they will advance out of the play-in tournament. You mean if they are healthy for those two games? Yes. I, I If you're asking me if it's a lock, it's a sell because... Sell. Anybody can beat any team in one game. I, it's a really interesting balance because if LeBron and AD are healthy, I don't think they can win 16 playoff games if they get to a, a best of seven. But I think that they can win, you know, eight. I think they can get to a conference finals again. Yeah. I'm just thinking about your. It's not. You have to keep them healthy, and you have to just accept the coin flip that's probably going to be the plan tournament. Right. You would, you would agree with my assumption that they're not going to get a top six seed. That seems very unlikely based on the fact that LeBron is hurt. And here, buy or sell when you hear this news that you believe, that you ne- that you are sure the guy's actually hurt. Sell. Right. So that, I, I, load management, where does load management end? And taking care of a the body of a player who's almost forty begin. It's hard to say. Are they the same thing? 
I think that they're they're just going to accept what they're going to accept. And I think the plane is the likely thing. Now, I do think there's a world where it makes a lot more sense as you get closer to put in the effort and the time to at least be in the 7-8 spot so you, you have two bites at the apple, right? Because the way that it works, if you win that game, then you are guaranteed to advance. And if you lose, you get another shot. So that might be have to be closer, closer where their focus is. All right, Bill. On the All the Smoke podcast, Jalen Brunson detailed how he tried to re-sign in Dallas back in 2021. I really did want to stay in Dallas. I think before the season, before my fourth season in Dallas, my last season in Dallas, uh, we tried to extend um, our contract. Whatever we can get, the most we can get was like four years and $55 million. And so... Obviously, we wanted to do that. I wanted to stay there. I, th- I thought I would be there for a long time. And so we went back. We're like, hey, like, if the deal's there. We're thinking about it. Like, I'll do it. Like, right now. And still, it was no. Brunson went on to nearly double that money, and he signed a four-year, $104 million deal with the Knicks in the summer of 2022. Bill, buy or sell you blame the Dallas Mavericks for not being interested in re-signing Brunson? Bye. Bye. And as we know, as I've talked about, I totally miss what Brunson was going to be, as did almost everybody in the NBA. But that's the job of the front office of the team you actually play for. If the Mavericks couldn't properly identify who Jalen Brunson was, then they had the wrong people running the show, including Mark Cuban. At a much friendlier contract. Now, look, there's probably also some assessment that... Brunson needs the ball in his hands to be successful. He is the offense in New York. The ball, the, and he shares the rock, but the, the offense runs through him. And Luca has a his teammate in Dallas, the star, an insane, insanely high, um, insanely high usage rate. So maybe they made the evaluation with the uncertainty. Also, in part, it does he doesn't fit. He doesn't fit with what we need. We need guys who can operate without the ball. All right, Bill. Speaking of Jalen Brunson, his teammate with the Knicks currently and his college teammate at Villanova, Josh Hart, yesterday said that he chose to be a communications major at Villanova because they gave all communications majors a free MacBook and he really wanted that laptop. Bill, buy or sell you've done stuff you weren't interested in? Just to get free stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, bye. Bye. I've gone to art shows. <laughs> what, what, what'd what? you get free? Free wine. They give you oh. wine and, and cheese and stuff. Fancy. It, yeah. Fancy. What else have I, oh, yeah. Big time. I mean, I was an intern at a huge newspaper in England for a gossip columnist. where He would just send me this stuff I didn't understand. And I would just drink. The, they, they, they would say they were great. They would say, go get drunk. What should I do? Nothing. It'd be 10 in the morning in London. I was 20. I'd only seen the ocean for the first time a couple months earlier. It was like, I thought, this the world's a beautiful place. Go eat cheese and hang out with Prince Charles and drink wine. Yeah. All right, Bill, let's finish up with some college hoops here. A little walk down memory lane there, Tom. <laughs> Buy or sell, you enjoyed it. Yeah, why not? Bye. Your positivity. All right, Bill, after St. John's beat Georgetown last night, Rick Pitino told the media that he apologized to his team after he ripped them. Over the weekend. I went home, talked to my wife, and came back, and I said to my staff, anybody, any guys, any of them upset? I said, a couple of feelings of hurt. So I immediately went in the team and told them, I absolutely love you guys. I would never, ever want to embarrass you, but 
It's my bad. I'm at fault. My guys are the most important thing. My fam, uh, my family, and my players. Outside of breathing air, they're the most important thing in my life. That's why I'm still coaching today. Uh, they are the air that I breathe, and I love them dearly. I would never want to embarrass them or hurt them. Uh, a couple of them certainly were, but they went out yesterday and had the best practice of the year. So um, I'm real proud of that. Bill, I want you to know you're the air that I breathe. <laughs> Bill, oh, I'm sorry. Is that always joking? <laughs> Bill, buy or sell Rick Petito needed to address his comments from over the weekend. I mean, buy. Buy. But it's also very hard not to hear him say, I, lo- I love these guys, uh, these unathletic bums that I recruited that are a bunch of bums. I mean, I don't know, Rick. A little too little too late. And I mean, kind of talent on himself there. Went to the uh, coaching staff first and said, hey, is uh, we, oh, got no. a, we got any sensitive players here? Anybody's feelings hurt? Went to his wife first, and she said, you're a jerk. Then went to his coaches and said, my wife thinks I'm a jerk. I'm not a jerk. And they said, oh, you're kind of a jerk. Oh, oh, bleep. I got to apologize. That's what happened. That was a great, that's a great, uh, patino. Uh, it's terrible. <laughs> You could do a patino because you say tournament. Yeah, that's how you say the word tournament. Right, tournament, tournament. How do you say it? Tournament, tournament. Yeah, you're like I tore it, like I tore paper. Tournament, tour, like the word T O U R, tour. Tournament. I say tournament. There's an O in there. Mm. Is there? I think so. <laughs> All right, good stuff. Um, let's close out the show with a pretty daddy revelation after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogus. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house and owning it. Having an advocate who can help you navigate negotiations, timelines, inspections, and more can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back into the show. It's Writer Than You here on CBS Sports Radio. And the world is a marvelous place. Hi, Tom. Hey there, Bill. Everything good? I think so. I don't know. I'm getting a weird vibe. No, all the vibes are great. Um, So I've got a new show coming pretty soon that I'll be doing with, with, with John Gonzalez and Ashley Nicole Moss, so I'll give you some more details on that. We should maybe we'll roll each of them on the show a few times during launch week. Do a little launch week magic. That sounds like a great idea. I'm pretty excited. Pretty excited. 
uh, you had a revelation that you wanted to share with us. What, I mean, I know you're always fighting for your mic time and all that. You, you know, whatever. But, like, what do you think? What do I think about what? What's this revelation about? I don't know. Well, hit me with it. <laughs> I didn't have a revelation. Oh, you're backtracking? Although I did. I did fill out the Bum of the Week document the other day. Pretty exciting. I'm a little worried about something. Is Doc Rivers going to win every other week for the rest of the year? Well, if it's not Doc, it's going to be me. That's what history has shown us. Me and Doc are the leading candidates right now. I mean, you don't win that award more than I do in a given year. Well, I have already won twice out of seven weeks. Have you won? Well, one of them was because you didn't do what you were supposed to do. And then in live radio, by the way, I went back and listened to that. It was pretty good. Uh, Out of seven weeks, I've won twice. Doc has won twice. Would you agree? There's time. Would you agree that Doc Rivers is a huge betting favorite to be bum of the week? I would, but I also know myself, and I know you, so I can really (laughs) make a a late push here. He's time. There's time. Um, Caleb Williams will not be bum of the week tomorrow. He's not going to be nominated. But he's made a decision, Tom, that I worry, just because there's a little bit of a precedent here, could lead him down a bumdom path. He has decided he's not going to have an agent when he comes out in the draft. And I, look, I actually understand because paying an agent's a lot of money. And I think at that level, they're paying probably 7.5% of the total of the contract, but it's really 15% of your earnings because you got to earn the money to pay the 7.5%, right? It's not as if it's after tax. All right. It's a lot of money is the point. If you're paying, if you make $100 million, you're paying seven and a half, eight million dollars $8 right? In that range. Could be less, could be more negotiated price. But to have someone have your best interest at heart, to make sure you know what you're doing, find someone that you trust. I just, it's not in and of itself a big deal. I just worry that it could showcase a certain hubris that could be problematic down the road as a quarterback. Is that, I don't think that's unfair. I don't think it's unfair, but I think somebody like Caleb Williams may point to Lamar Jackson's new contract and see, hey, it's possible. Look, Lamar got paid. Look, it worked out for Lamar, and LeBron's had real representation, but he's had his friends be huge parts of his business enterprise. Maverick Carter, Rich Paul, guys that he's known forever. Guys that he can trust, that he cares about. They love each other, right? And that's worked out really well. And maybe Caleb Williams has really good people around him. It just it makes me nervous a little bit, a little bit for Caleb, Caleb Williams. I'm also, I don't know why, I'm, so, I'm much more skeptical of the certainty that he's going to be successful than everybody else. And that isn't based on it. I mean, some of it's based on the season USC just had, right? Some of it is based on, I think a lot of it is based on, I don't have the same sh- sense of surety in any of these guys that come out. And when Trevor Lawrence failed, it was the ultimate reminder that anyone can fail. Because Trevor Lawrence, for a lot of people, was in that can't-miss category. And too many, the argument that can't-missers will make, people who think this is a real category, will say, well, you know, Guys have been put into the can't-miss category that, that shouldn't have been. Bryce Young shouldn't have been in there, and Jamarcus Russell shouldn't have been in there. And I, I think we'd now categorize Jared Goff as a success, but he's had an up-and-down career to get where he's at in Detroit. 
I Trevor Lawrence was in that class. And in terms of likelihood of success or or inherent talent might be a better way to put it. He was in a Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck, Trevor Lawrence. Who else am I missing on that? Joe Burrow, I think, is probably a guy. But I don't know, man. Burrow wasn't the guy a year earlier. He had a transfer a year and a half earlier. I'm not sure it was the same, oh, my God, coming up. Everybody saw this football messiah coming. Where you go is so impactful. And so too often I think that to be the first pick in the draft is actually a huge mistake for your career. I don't, I don't think Bryce Young failed in large part because he doesn't belong in the NFL. I think he failed because he went to Carolina, and that place was an absolute dumpster fire. Every morning I send Tom, you can, you can attest to this, my good morning to you is a gif. Yes? True story. I don't know. You want to analyze my, my dreams professionally. I want to analyze why you communicate so much more loquaciously and emotionally by gif. than like, It's weird. You're so good at it. I don't know where they come from. You like make I, your own gifts. Should I ask my wife if I could send her a gift when I walk home from work? I'm pretty sure that the way you courted your wife and won her heart was with gifts. <laughs> it's the only way that makes sense. Remember I told you about my buddy who I wouldn't let around my sister? If you only communicated in gifts, I wouldn't let you around anybody's sister. <laughs> You're a gift master. I sent you a gift this morning of a um, – no, I almost sent it to you. I didn't. I, I almost sent you a floating – dumpster fire that's on a floating dumpster that's on fire that was the Carolina Panthers last year it was a dumpster fire that would then sink in a flood that's how bad that's why Bryce Young failed and my my concern for Caleb Williams is in part the history in part Caleb Williams and what happened at USC but it's in part he that he's probably going to play for the Chicago Bears and that's not that doesn't it didn't go well for Trubisky which was the wrong pick but still I always joke about Mahomes he might not have worked in Chicago. These things or might not have worked at the same level. Justin Fields is not a lock to be a bear. I'm with Joe Theismann, who told us earlier in the show, uh, Joe would keep him, and I would too. But there is a reasonable debate because it, he's not a lock, which means the Bears have not succeeded with Justin Fields. They have not put him in a situation to succeed. I'm not a big fan of, of guys pulling an Eli Manning and refusing to go somewhere, but I, I get it with Chicago. I actually think you. I think Washington's a pretty good place to land, with an, if, if you're a quarterback because they're at number two. You don't think so? Cliff Kingsbury. It's fair, but new owner, fresh starts. The Cliff Kingsbury thing is a very fair counterpoint. New England is such a question mark with Jared Mayo. I just I don't think anybody knows how that organization is going to do. Arizona doesn't need a quarterback. The Chargers don't need a quarterback. The Giants are a are a hot mess. Tennessee is an unknown. They obviously have a new coach. Atlanta, and then the Bears again, and then the Jets. You know what? If you're a quarterback, I would wait till next year. You know, college is fun. <laughs> As I go through and think about it, make some NIL money. Don't rush it. Enjoy. Although I was going to say enjoy college life. Caleb Williams is living just the high life. I don't understand why people live in downtown Los Angeles, by the way. I don't get it. Is it not nice? It's okay. Seems pretty nice. Live by the beach. There's a there's an ocean here. And also, it can be 30 degrees hotter down there than by the beach because of, I don't know what it's called, the ocean effect? <laughs> I forgot what it's called. It's got a name. 
It'll be it will be near where I live. It'll be sixty four degrees, and then you'll drive three miles east, and it can be ninety. This is a weird tangent. But Caleb Williams, I think, lives downtown. Don't live downtown. Gary Payton, my buddy, lives has a place downtown. What do you, GP? You have so much money. Live in Santa Monica, man. Or live in the Hollywood Hills. But isn't that and, like where, look out at everything? Isn't that where all the action is downtown LA? It's a pretty good food scene. That I never go to because it's so far. How far is, if you like good food, if you want to go to a restaurant or just have drinks, dive bars too, how far is too far in an Uber for a normal person? Not for you, for a normal person. <laughs> what? Thank you for saying I'm not normal. <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to get. I don't know. I think, I mean, I can only base it off of what I, I no more than 30 minutes, man. Yeah, because it's an hour to go to some of these. Yeah, it's too I mean, much. I can't get to the grocery store in 30 minutes some days in L.A. Yesterday's Uber drive to dinner with John Gonzalez and the mustachioed waiter who was you and loved Warrior. The only thing he wanted to talk about was 38 minutes there and and 17 minutes back. Sorry, John. I'll catch you. I'll catch you tomorrow on the show, man. (laughs) It doesn't. No, I mean, you got if you're going to. I went to dinner with another buddy. Where did we go? We went in Venice and that took an hour. An hour each way? 50 minutes. No, it's less on the way back. It's rush hour's over. No way, man. Way too far. Went to a tiki bar that was inside that had the heat on. Inside the building. It's not that cold. I'm just kidding. It's 57. We'll be okay. I have a sweater on. Dude, L.A. people wear, wear, it's crazy. They wear full jackets when it's 60. Did you ever see the Superman episode where the guy's dressed in a coat because he wants to turn Earth really hot? And that's how Superman figures out it's him? It's that here. Great way to end the show. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.